And now the guests are arriving for this year's What the Fuck is Alsvenskin Awards ceremony. The red carpet is adorned by the glow of flashing lights and the buzz of anticipation. The crowd's murmur is a symphony of excitement as Sven-Jorin Eriksson exits his limo, a blonde on each arm. Lucas Bagwell and Oscar Felenius are looking splendid beside him as they make their way down towards the ceremony. Ah, the majestic red carpet, a terrain rarely tread by mere mortals. Here, in this opulent ecosystem, we witness the migration of the footballing aristocracy. A spectacle unparalleled in this grandeur. And here he is, John Gudetti, his hand adorned with a kebab. Sauce gushing down the sleeve of his tuxedo like fresh water off an albatross back as he gives Oscar Pettersson a wedgie and makes his way to the ceremony. Sorry, what the f*** is Al Svenskin? Everybody and welcome to another episode of What the Fuck Is Our Sunskin. Um, we're back, baby. We are back. Uh, this is a show dedicated to summarizing the action from the Swedish top division, but the division is finished. So now we're summarizing the entire year. Uh, my name is Andy Woodfine, and joining me on today's show is a man who could unintentionally start a fight in a phone box. Uh, I've literally never met anyone so mild mannered who is a magnet for conflict on a night out it's mike woodfine everybody uh, yeah the for any foreigners listening the quickest way to get in a fight in sweden is to walk around with a smile on your face it's uh, <laughs> not a good thing no no it was i think it was you, you know you got the, you had the fancy scarf you looked very dapper mike and um mm. you know it just looked like an easy target i think yeah probably little did they know that you're you've got you've got that dog in you yeah. um but also joining us today is a man who is literally back from the dead a man so close to death <laughs> That he has a whole new lease on life and is now living each day as if it was his last. <laughs> full of excitement, full of energy. It's Neil Cook, everybody. Hello. Uh, that's exactly what's happening, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, we thought we'd lost you for a bit there, Neil. Yeah, mm. it sucked for a while, but, you know. <laughs> I think that, that, that weekend was probably the closest you've came to feelings in probably your whole life. <laughs> Possibly, <laughs> I had that. I had that horrible thing over the course of that weekend, where the doctor said it might be cancer, and then I had to wait for like a whole weekend uh, and a few days for them to go. Oh. Joking, wasn't really. <laughs> uh, whatever the fuck they said. Uh, uh, so that wasn't that wasn't the best um, the best situation <laughs> I've ever been in. But you know, at the moment, life goes on. So. But but that's the thing. Luckily, it happened to you and not me. I would have been in a ditch somewhere, like mm. wallowing in self pity. Mm. I just honestly, just 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 busting out the tiny violins mm. all, all all the time. Wow, just been nonstop. <laughs> but non-stop. how would you how would you have felt if you got the all clear though? Would you have like gone off and joined a cult or something like that? Oh no, you, I don't know. Mm. I don't, I don't think this world <laughs> could have contained me no. after that. Mm. But yeah, but luckily Neil's still the same. 
Yeah, I don't know. That's the sort of thing you go when you go. You can't really do much about it, can you? (laughs) (laughs) It is what it is. That's why we loved you. (laughs) Well, loved. Sorry. Wow, I listened. (laughs) And that's what he would have said. Your eulogy notes mixed up with your show notes. Oh, my God. I've literally done that. <laughs> oh shit! No, Neil's still here. Mm. Wow! I just, mm. I'd almost just resigned myself to losing you, Neil. But no, <laughs> yeah. all good, all good. Mm. But anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about highlights because it's been a few weeks since the end of the Alsvenskan. Now we've had a little bit of a break. It's been quite nice actually. Mm. We've we've kind of like met our families again, um, <laughs> which has been interesting. I'm not sure if you still like yours, Neil. I don't know. Mine's mine's a bit odd. Um, but yeah, highlights. <laughs> Let's talk about highlights. Uh, I'll kick us off because mine was uh, last week, and it was um, yeah, happy birthday. Cue happy birthday music. Uh, and me, Mike, uh, Grumpy Neil, and some other friends went uh, to a British pub in Stockholm because I mean. <laughs> I mean, that's our entire personality. So, you know, that's why not lean into it? Um, and believe it or not, I do, we do have other friends. Uh, but we went out for beers and we stayed out way past our bedtime. Um, and apart from being the oldest dudes in the nightclub, uh, we actually had a, a great time. All the middle-aged people uh, and Mike, um, who refuses <laughs> to be called middle-aged. I think I'm accepting yeah. it now, actually. I think, I think. Oh, are you? Yeah, spending a night out with you and Neil is like, actually, you know what? <laughs> middle age isn't that bad. No. Right. <laughs> actually have a lot more fun than young people. Mm. Right, exactly. So, but I mean, okay, hold on. Do. That wasn't actually my highlight. So that was just a bit of a lead into my highlight because my highlight was actually getting home at 4.30 a.m. and then getting up a few hours later to go and coach my daughter's football team in the Little Snowball Cup. And there's nothing like being hungover <laughs> and spending all day at an indoor football tournament with 150 screaming eight-year-olds. No, I um, believe you. That is not yeah. your highlight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's definitely not. Uh, I was uh, a broken man. I think I aged 24 years in that <laughs> short space of time. And but, uh, yeah, two it, wins, like, for me, two losses. For me, like indoor football is about as pointless as fucking in a bandy or floorball <laughs> it's like we, we're not very good at the real sport so we'll just play this one instead <laughs> so that's how i feel about and there both goes of those sports. there goes half our listenership congratulations maybe Neil. so but if they if if they really truthfully look inside and take a, a view on floorball they'll realize that it's a kid's game but i've told you my floorball story right the uh, fact that i was uh i was on a, a team in england when I was like 14, that was the number two ranked floorball team in must the have been whole like, of England. There must have been like three teams. There were three teams. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And you had a Swede there on your team. were three teams, and we had a Swede on our team, to which is fair, why we I'd sort be of... fucking disappointed to be second if that was the case. <laughs> like... it, it was devastating. And like, I genuinely, we, we were probably the better team, but they were just, uh, I don't know what they were feeding those kids, but they were twice the size of us Meatballs. at 14. Lots of yeah, Swedish exactly. <laughs> But yeah, brutal. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, that was my uh, high slash low light. Uh, Mike, what was yours? I mean, that that pub is definitely up there as well. Like on your birthday, you know, it's a portal. Shout out to the Tudor England. Arms. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Tudor Arms. 
But it feels like you go through a portal and you're in England when you walk through the front door. It was door. brilliant. It was great, except for the fact that the guy, the main guy behind the bar was Canadian. That kind of disappointed me, but he, yeah. was, he was a good chap. That's, that's <laughs> kind of like going to a bar in London. Everyone's Canadian or Australian. This is true. Australian. This full is of Australian. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely up there. But also, I've been watching this show on Discovery Plus called Ligira Rota, like um, grassroots. Oh, Have you seen this? Ligira Rota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I anglicized that yeah. way too much. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yep. But it basically follows these sort of like grassroots clubs around Europe and that watch them play crap oh, football honestly. in like pitches with holes in. It's like it's like watching Al Svenskin. But <laughs> I it... knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> you evil bastard. <laughs> no, but it's it's like it's been filling that Al Svenskin like sized hole. Because it's charming football, really nice stories, but it, yeah, it's am- it's amazing. Yeah. Honestly, it's the best thing about Discovery Plus since Dilshan. <laughs> and I swear to you, there's some episodes on there that are sensational. Mm. It uh, it was brilliant. Yeah. yeah, absolutely worth a watch. Yeah, absolutely. any Swedes out there? Because it's only in Sweden for some reason. Hopefully, they put it true. worldwide. But it was if, if we're gonna Swedish, so, feel like I can quickly nip in and say like I've been watching that Buria Salming uh, play series. Oh, that guy! That oh, makes oh, yeah. me want to move to the north of Sweden. They oh, they no. just don't talk to each other. It's brilliant. <laughs> but Neil, sounds. Neil, you, you are the north. The like north. you, this is you. Yeah. I mean, it's. I, I've never, I've never understood why you're still in Stockholm. You should to be, be honest. My wife up. does mm. keep wanting to move me to Dalarna. Yeah, <laughs> nah, it's not not quite the north. Though, yeah, go, up, you know, get in there. go up to yeah. Kiruna. You'd love it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it'd be great. Can work what was your mines. highlight then, Neil? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had like, uh, yeah, we can talk about your birthday. I feel like we've done that to death. Although there was, I do have to <laughs> one thing about the Tudor Arms. Uh, this is going to be very, um, uh, I'm sort of like on both sides of the fence. I ordered a steak and kidney pie. oh my god sorry the disappointment in your face when it arrived it's not it's not a fucking pie it's not a fucking pie it's a stew with a piece of pastry shoved on top yeah now you were disappointed i am going to caveat this with it was fucking delicious (laughs) but don't call it a pie because it's not it's not a pie well to Mm. be fair Neil, Mike actually made it a pie by scooping it up and putting it in the pastry. But yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. paid them to make me a pie. <laughs> I gave them money to make me a pie. <laughs> and they didn't fucking bother. They just put, ah, he'll do it himself. Put the pastry one side. So asking for a burger and then serving you like some meat on a separate plate to the bun. It's not how it goes, is it? Make it yourself, mate. I've paid 250 kroner for this shit. You can make it. <laughs> anyway, I wasn't happy with that, but it was fucking good food, to be fair. I would recommend yeah, food you, there, you, but you, it was fucking it was, stupid it was banging. at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was banging. Yeah, but actually, but uh, my highlight of the week was uh, was the Spurs-City uh, game. It was a good game. Mm. And uh, the oh, Swede no. Kulisevsky saved the day for us in the end as well. So. Yeah. yeah, you're ginger from Sweden. He's and brilliant. I mean, He's to brilliant. be fair... He's brilliant. I, I was quite happy with that result. I mean, three three, yeah. Pep falling on the floor at the end, yeah. some controversy. Like a little it's great for us. Stranded tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, bless him! Yeah. Bless him! Oh well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, I'll give you that. I won't even give you shit for being a Spurs fan. Yeah. Uh, we'll just move on because the next segment of the show is uh, is all about you, Neil, um, mm-hmm. and it's about. <laughs> 
<laughs> the the overwhelming response of get well messages we got yeah. for you, Neil. Um, but why you were on your deathbed. On your deathbed. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we we posted on uh, on Twitter and Instagram, which is social media, Neil. It's this thing that kids yeah, use. Yeah, I've literally um, uh, deleted my Instagram and yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Facebook off my phone, so I don't see anything that gets posted mm. these days. But so, Is yeah. that just because you became too popular or... Probably the opposite. I realised how little interaction I get, so I thought, no, no one gives a fuck. I will stop. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, but it was great, and the, the response was absolutely sensational. So, I mean, Mike and I are going to read you out some of the some of the beautiful responses. So I have to pretend um, to have feelings again. You do, and we're going to put a little bit of backing music because it just you know it just makes it beautiful. Oh, God, all right, Mike, do you want to kick us off? This is from Scott Segerstrom. Neil, mate, we need you back on your feet, hoping your pregnancy test comes back negative. Oh, that was that was lovely, Scott. That was, good. That was beautiful. I mean, we also have one from our friend Rod October, who said, "Can't get worse, can it? Did he wear the Wolverine bodysuit without jeans this time?" Mm, yeah. That's how I got oh, pregnant. Delicious. <laughs> Yakub. <laughs> Yakub adds. Did he get stoned on his way back from Studentinus after butchering the cathedral? Oh, yeah. I mean, highly likely. Mm -hmm. We got one from Ronnie Nielsen who says, Dear Neil, don't get well. A bit better is okay, but you were never well in the first place, so don't push it. And don't worry, (laughs) it's normal at our age. (laughs) Well, maybe not normal, but it happens. I like that. I like that. It's true, isn't it? It's very true. Alec also writes in and he says... How long has he been in the hospital? His beard has seemingly gotten more grey, and he's also somehow got more hair on his head too. <laughs> yeah, we posted a picture of you as well. That was brilliant. Mm. And then the last one from one of my favourite listeners, Tommy the Finn, who said, "Please tell Neil. I hope he gets well soon. His spurs don't seem to be helping, but also pray for the staff at the hospital uh, that gets to endure his grumpiness. And, and my guess is that he finally got that concussion." Something aura related. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Neil, they love you, mate. Honestly, I don't know why. Do you know what I love about all of those messages? Is it's exactly the sort of messages you, I want to hear. If I'm <laughs> I don't want any of this. I hope you're okay. Get better soon, mate. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry for you. Because for one, I never would have fucking posted on social media that I was in hospital in the first place, attention seeking fucks. And two, <laughs> Uh, I want I want a bit of sarcasm and laughter. I don't want any fucking sympathy. It's great. I'm with you. No, I'm with you. I'm all about that life. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I think uh, I think it was perfect. It's it summed up you and and just the impact that you've made in people's lives, Neil. It's beautiful yeah. to see. And, and wait, can I and, just talk uh, about something? They get like, you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> on, on that on social media, yeah. One, this was like one of the last clips I saw before I deleted everything. It was like this baby. It was super fucking sick baby in hospital. And like, <laughs> seriously, wait, wait, where's this yeah, guy? Yeah. And honestly, this uh, mum had posted to TikTok about a sick baby, and it would like, <gasps> oh, it, it would come up with what's wrong with it and what it's been going through <laughs> and everything like that. And fucking the mum's there, fucking doing a TikTok dance next to the baby <laughs> while all the info's coming up. Oh and I was like, I can't, I've seen this. I can't do this. I can't do social media. This, this. Is, this has gone yeah. too far. Uh, oh, wow. Jesus. Yeah. So, uh, that is... yeah. 
God. Posting it's from the hospital, not the way awful. forward. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And just just to confirm, Neil Neil did not approve us posting a picture of him at the hospital, <laughs> but we did it anyway. <laughs> we did it anyway. You're welcome, Neil. Thanks, You're mate. Welcome. Yeah. But um, right, let's move on. Uh, we got a jam-packed show to get through. We got the awards. Um, we've got more awards, and then we got some more awards. But before we jump into that, I want to do a little touch base on our pod highlights um, because there's been there's been loads this mm. year, um, and I think you know it's it's only right to reflect and look back at some of the best the best storylines uh, throughout the podcast. Um, there's been a few. So let's see if we can relive, take a little trip down memory lane and relive some of our favorite. Uh, I will kick us off um, because this was probably one of my favorite moments. And this was actually without Neil. Neil was busy in Spain uh, and me and Mike did a two-man show and came up with this glorious bit of anecdotes. Brandstone really reminds me of those sort of like Scandi detectives in those in those dramas, you know, like, <laughs> like from, and it's from like Bridge, yeah, from from Bruin or something like that. And yeah, he's like, he's like going for a divorce, and his whole life's falling apart, and he has to manage <laughs> AIK, and he can't win the case. He's got, he wears that air about him at all times, like, oh, I just need a breakthrough. I just need. <laughs> That little bit of oh, and it's brilliant because he he got a he got a lead when they beat Hammerby, and mm. he was onto something that's turned out to be a dead end because then they lost the next <laughs> week. Oh, <laughs> man, it's spot on. We I'm waiting for the new series of Brenstrom, um, yeah. the, the next big <laughs> Scandinavian detective show. <laughs> One man's quest to find a win. Yeah. <laughs> for, the, for those that hadn't listened to, from the beginning is that um brenstrom i know if it feels like 10 years ago but the aik manager um me and mike compared him to one of those really sad middle-aged divorced swedish detectives who mm. just couldn't get a break mm. uh, and then eventually when neil was in spain he got fired uh, and it was just just was after just, they won sad. a game as well just after they won a game yeah oh no but detective mm. brenstrom honestly he will live forever in my memory uh, thank you, thank you for the memories. Mm. <laughs> I heard he was linked with uh, with another job next year, so he 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 could be coming back, Mike. Mm. Oh, so when they moved them out to like a different town, there is like he's like he wasn't stopping, <laughs> and now exactly. they've sent him out to like Vernamo to get the job done there, and he's getting really bored. There's nothing happening, and right, mm. the big city's too big for you, Branstrom. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Well, so we'll see. We might get a trequel. Mm. Um, that'd be glorious. Uh, Neil, what was your season highlight or pod? highlight the pod highlight for me was uh, nothing to do with football really of course <laughs> yeah standard i think i enjoyed our chat about the zombies oh, oh yes <laughs> i think it was the bit that was the the stupidest moment of the pod so far this season <laughs> up there it's definitely we've had up a there. few yeah. to be fair um, we've had a few ridiculous moments but that was that, that was, was up there really, i'll give you that really bloody stupid I think that was it. And again, we'll, we'll we'll clip in we'll clip in that memory. But um, yeah, mm. Neil uh, Neil was voted uh, you know most most likely to or they most the, the what was it the mm. audience our listeners wanted you with them in the zombie apocalypse fight and uh, your yeah. reasoning behind it was sensational. Um, and mm. it basically, I mean, have a listen <laughs> and see if you see if you remember. Andy put up a, a vote on Spotify about um, who would be saved in a zombie attack. 
and you love no 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 who would you most like to have with you yeah 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 yeah. to protect you oh yeah Mm. and i I genuinely thought okay i'm six foot four and 105 kilos surely i'm gonna get an easy win here (laughs) but no 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 the visitors voted for neil you know when someone gets bitten in these movies and it's like a friend and they know everyone's like oh no we're gonna have to get rid of like billy because he's been bitten Neil be like, yep, yeah, fuck it, bang. <laughs> I just feel like I've got the personality needed in that situation. <laughs> that killed me. Honestly, he wouldn't think twice. He would not think twice. And this is why I'm so mm. surprised that people have chosen you, unless they just want a quick end. Because if <laughs> someone bites them, they're going to be like, oh, look, I've been... Oh shit! He's, yeah. he's shot. There's no he's, point he's, waiting around. Because every time, every time you watch, like you know, no point hanging about. <laughs> right, moving on. What about you, Mike? Um, right for me, because I've done a lot of thinking about this one, and I was thinking of like a season, like in the in football highlight, um, and also pod highlight separately. Ooh. So, I mean, my moment of the season was witnessing. Uh, the comeback at Studentinas um, and the birth of the oh. Roman Emperor himself with that oh, game against Stegaforge. And they were, they need, yeah, it was absolutely sensational to be there in that moment. And, um, but in terms of like on the pod highlights, I think yeah. it's got to be Neil winning the, the half season award quiz. Like out of nowhere <laughs> with the David Beckham's golden question. Oh, yes. Okay, so David Beckham's golden question. Oof. This is for you, Neil. Who was the last Premier League manager to have played with David Beckham? Ooh. Let's put him on the clock, Mike. Sure. I don't think you okay, need to. So I, I know ooh. this. No, you no. don't. I, I, know, I know this because... No. Um, I... I was a bit of a David Beckham fanboy when I was oh, a bit younger. No. <laughs> um, so I, I, I. Oh, for fuck's sake! What is your it, answer then? It's, it must be uh, David Moyes because they they were both at uh, PNE together. No chance. No they chance. Were both, they this were is, both. This is a they fix. Were... This is fix. <laughs> this is fix. <laughs> They were both at Preston North End together. How do you know Uh, that? Nobody knows that. (laughs) It's just one of those weird things. No, no, no. That's it. The podcast is now over. (laughs) I am done. Won the quiz. No, absolutely. Not. Thank you, everybody. This is the last episode of What the Fuck Has Al Swenskin <laughs> that will ever be recorded because that is bullshit. There's no way. There's no way you knew that David Beckham played at Preston North End with David hey, Moyes. David Moyes at Preston North End. Yeah. There you go. Uh, oh, I, I So I literally, I literally cannot believe you got that. Uh, and I have a little bit of a surprise for this podcast uh, because we mentioned. Uh, on one of our pods, that uh, we'd lost track on who'd uh, won the most quizzes. <laughs> and uh, Tommy the Finn has done his research. No way. Yeah, oh, he's Tommy. done it, mate. Tommy the Finn, what a legend. Wait, he, so, all right. 
I'm going to do a little shirt, rundown I here. Think, I think I said. He's, got, he's definitely yeah. winning a shirt. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely winning a shirt. Um, episode 14, um, Mike beats Neil. 15, Neil beats Andy with the David Moyes one. Um, then Neil beats Andy. Alec beats Mike. Neil beats Mike. Andy beats Neil, but Neil wasn't there. That doesn't count then. <laughs> it does <laughs> not going in. It 100% oh, counts. Yeah. Uh, Mike beats Andy. Match, they would lose. So. Right, exactly. Walk over. Then Mike beats Andy. Andy beats Mike. Andy beats Mike. Very controversial. Um, Mike beats Andy. Neil beats Andy. And then Andy beats Mike, but Neil sent the document to me. <laughs> so also definitely You've counts. got so many controversies. You're like Juventus. <laughs> did Mike, did... I am Juventus. Mike, did you know about that document thing? Yeah, uh, we talked yeah, about it a air. few pods afterwards. <laughs> yeah, on air. Yeah. Neil, your memory, great as always. No, uh, and then no. Andy beats Mike, Mike beats Neil, Mike beats Neil, Andy beats Mike. So in fact, mm. while Neil managed to seem like a quiz king to all of us, um, the final table is Andy 6, five. Mike 5, Neil 4, Alec 1. Oh! <laughs> uh, Andy's only on 5. Let's get that right. And no, then no. Uh, He's literally only on 3, if we count them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. But... Yeah. Yeah. I give it to Mike. Mike wins. No, no, no. Uh, you know, what's going to uh, happen is sometime during this off season, we're going to do uh, a big fat quiz of the year. And it's going to yes. be, it's, ooh, it could be for the it, title. It's going to have to be a three-way quiz for the what title. What we need is Alec, is Alec to do the quiz for us. Yes! That's yeah. a good idea. Four-man show. Yeah. All right. Mm. I like it. I like yeah, it. You put something to works here, Neil. Mm. But yeah, Tommy the Finn, you absolute legend. Thanks for, for looking through. We are far too lazy to do that. So appreciate you mm. stepping up. Uh, and right. So, so let's go into our pre-season predictions. Now, okay. Bear in mind, we had absolutely zero idea <laughs> about what we were doing here. And I think at one point, Neil wanted to put the top three in alphabetical order, but we didn't let him do that. Yep. Um, so this is the top three, okay? Mike's, <laughs> you're Gordon first, Mielby second, <laughs> which we later found out that Mielby was actually Elsborg in your mm. mind. But anyway, we'll, count, we'll still say Mielby. Mm. doesn't count. And then Malmo third. Uh, Neil, you had Hammerby winning the league, which Ooh. is just glorious. Uh, Malmo second, Norsherping third. And yours truly, oh, yeah. I had Malmo winning the league, Eurogordon second and Hammerby third. So, yeah, it, mm. it wasn't great. Um, <laughs> none of us had Elsborg, really. Mike mm. thinks he did, but it, nah. yeah, it says Mielby. On, you know. on paper, it's Mielby. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, yeah, so they, that, that's, where we, that's where we started off. And then relegation. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I've just seen Neil's. <laughs> oh, yeah? Neil's Neil's tips for relegation. Diego Fosch, congratulations. Yeah, that was correct. Mm. Vanema, that you also tipped BK Heckens go down. So. <laughs> I remember doing this and I literally said, <laughs> I just want teams to go down that we can't pronounce correctly. So we didn't have to do it the next, <laughs> oh, so yes. we didn't have to do it the next oh. year. That was it. Mm. That was oh it. Glorious. Okay. Mike, you were mm. you were also very close. You had Varberg's boys. Nice. Diego Fosch nice. and Gothenburg. So you were like one oh. point away from actually getting Nailing that spot no, no. on. But I, I, I mean, he did uh, technically yeah. nail it. I did, yeah. Because those were the two teams that got relegated. I think we've still thought there were three teams getting relegated here. <laughs> <Those> was it? 
Yeah, that is true. Yeah. But then I also won because I had Degerfors, Varberg's boys, and Helmstad. Um, also, mm. not not too far off considering. But I literally think we just picked the teams we knew least about. Um, mm. But just Neil happened to pick the reigning champions. Mm. Um, well, I had a Leicester, <laughs> I had a Leicester scenario in my head that didn't pay off. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then just a little caveat for this is our MVP preseason predictions. I know mine. I remember mine. What was yours, Neil? I think it was John Gadetti. It was John Gadetti. (laughs) (laughs) Mine wasn't much better. Mine was uh, Swansea's very own Joel Lasoro, who did nothing and then buggered off halfway through the season. He got a good move, though. He got a great move. But Mike takes the biscuit. Uh, He had Victor Edvardsson as his MVP for the season. uh, Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Good job, good job, people. Mm. He did better um, than Gadetti. Yeah, I would suggest he was better than Gadetti. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I think you're right. Sorrow was are, probably right. the best out of them three. Maybe Sorrow. They were all pretty really shit, know. though, weren't they? Yeah. Let's. I think we should all just forget about <laughs> yeah. that as quickly as possible. <laughs> should we? Just, should we just move on? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. All right, let's do it, and let's move on to the end of season awards. Allah, what the fuck is El Svenskin? So let's get it on and let's let, why not let's just let's just do things not by the book and let's start with the biggest award first. Mm. Let's not do any build up bullshit That's on this. Great, I like show. that idea. We're just, let's go straight in. <laughs> it means our it's listeners can turn off after they hear this. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Mm. Just saved you mm. forty five minutes. Anyway, player of the season. Now we did have some half season shouts. Like the player of the half season that you had, Neil, mm. was Nanasi. I had Mikkel Rigord and Mike had Andreka. Mm. So let's see if that's changed. Um, Mike, why don't you kick us off with your player of the season shout? So how this is going to go down, Mike, is you're going to give me the name of your player. Neil's going to give me the name of his. I'm going to give you the name of mine. And then somehow we have to come to a consensus and decide on the what the fuck is El Svenskin player of the season. Uh, mm. So we could be here all night. Uh, I know Mike <laughs> and I are extremely stubborn. The good news is Neil probably wants to go to bed, so we should be able to keep it fairly <laughs> the snappy. O- the other good um, news is that Arsenal play in an hour and a quarter, and I know you guys want to go and watch true. it, so we'll be all right. <laughs> Uh, yes yeah okay mm. you saw right through me yes. um mike kick us mm. off who is your shout for player of the season and how are you going to sell him mm. into us i've done this the methodical way and um i've gone for our team of the weeks on our instagram oh from every week okay. and i found the player who was in there the most so how can you say they're not wow. the best? it is tashrik matthews no, is it? Mm-hmm. I can see that That's as well, though. I can see that. Mm. He made seven appearances was... in the in the team of the week, and this season seven. He was, he was second in our uh, in the points league behind Basara goals and oh. assists. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, he had ten and ten, right? Didn't he? Yeah, sensational season. And he was just it was just a joy to watch. To be fair, mm. um, and he he was he was he's one of those players that kind of got you excited when he got on the ball. So mm-hmm. yeah, I can uh, I can see that. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add to your case, Mike? I think that speaks for itself. <laughs> oh, wow. Short and sweet. Brilliant. Uh, Neil, uh, who is your player of the season? Yeah, well, my, um, it, it, like in the half season, I said Nanasi, and I'm sticking with it and saying Nanasi. I've sort of gone down the path of 
like at, you know who gets like most valuable player at like a World Cup or whatever, right. or whenever that. And it's like it's always from the team that wins. Mm. Yeah. So I sort of started yeah. at Malmo and went, "Who do I like the most?" And for me, if Vecchia hadn't been injured, he would have been really mm. up there. Yeah, um, you were a big Vecchia. I, fan I think it's brilliant. Um, but Nanasi uh, has to take it still for me. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Uh, I don't think you guys are going to guess who I'm going to go for. John Gadesi. And it's not. It's not Yusuf Harabi. Um, I was about to say that one actually. Yep. <laughs> so okay. <clears throat> In the words of R. Kelly, my mind's telling me no, <laughs> but my body, my body is telling me yes. Every part of my body wanted to say this. So I'm saying it and it's Nahir Bissara. Um, if you talk about most valuable player, it has to be him. Now, you and I interpret this differently, Neil, because, and I know this is the traditional way is that it's the best team. The best player on the best team is the MVP. I hate that narrative. I look at a player that if you took him out the team, that team would be in the fucking toilet. Top of the assist league, 13 goals. Most goal contributions, 22 goal contributions in 29 games. Most man of the match awards in the Elsvenskin. If you take him out of this Hammerby team, they are AIK, uh, scraping the bottom of the league. You take Nanasi out of Malmo, they probably still win the league. Bissara created 69 chances versus Manassi's 42. And 69 chances versus Matthews's 45. And honestly, you take him out of Hammerby, they're in the relegation battle. Mm. And you, I mean, so that's where the difference between Nanasi and, and, and Tashrik is, because I think, yeah, you take Tashrik out of Sirius and they are also relegated. So mm. I, I like that shout, Mike. And, and I you don't have think, the most I don't think Malma do win the league without Nanasi. Sorry. You don't? They won it by, what did they win it by? One point or goal difference or whatever they won? Yeah. 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 yeah, but they, they win. Win. I mean, also was a difference maker make on many occasions. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I get mm. it. And is he, I mean, is it, okay, but who would you buy? <laughs> Arsenal have to buy one not. of those three players. Who do you buy? <laughs> pound for pound. Yes, it's, pound for pound. It's best signing. No, pound for pound. Best signing, Matthews. Because no, you get him not, for about quarter. It's the not pound for pound, is it? You don't. You're <laughs> Arsenal Football Club. You don't go. Oh well, he two I'm for a pound. pound, for pound. You buy the best player. <laughs> who's who's the best player? Who do you who do you buy? Oh God, this is hard. No, and do you know what the worst thing no, is? No, it's not. <laughs> but who's played the best the most times this season? Nanashi. No, Nahir Basara. He's got the most official Man of the Match awards. Not what the fuck is our Svenska Man of the Match awards, which admittedly is more valuable. Mm. Uh, but the most official Man of the Match awards is two players on six, right? Basara mm. and Jeppe Ockels. Mm. Those are the two. Okay. Nassi had so you're four. telling me if you're the owner of an Alsvenskan football <laughs> club and they say you can buy one of these three players... You're I'm not taking the 32-year-old center mid. Uh, I'm taking the 21-year-old prospect. That is for sure. But this is this is where the interpretation mm. of yeah. MVP comes into question. Mm. Um, but I mean, okay, as 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 the the host of this glorious podcast, I'm going to have to make a decision, and that's the best part because my word is final, <laughs> uh, and that is glorious. Uh, and I have the soundboard, and there's nothing you guys can do about it. <laughs> so, the Al Svenskin player of the season is. 
Oh, wrong sound effect. <laughs> it works though. It works so well. <laughs> it was right. You know John Gennetti. Yeah, Victor <laughs> What the? Right. <clears throat> Take two. Yeah. The, the What the Fuck has Al Svenskin Player of the Season Award yeah. goes to. Sebastian and Nessie. Yeah. Uh, uh, I just, yeah. 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 I'm sorry. I can't. Yeah. I mean, like I say, my mind's telling me no. My body's telling me yeah. But my mind is telling me Nanasi. He's the and, best player in the league. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I would agree. And I think he's also, I, I, I mean, yeah, I don't want to admit it, but I think you're right, Neil. Are you take him out of Malmo, they might not win the league. But I mean, surely, they, yeah, mm. they probably I don't see who replaces else. him in the same way. I don't think they've got a player that yeah. does the same thing as he does. No, maybe not. Maybe not. But he's won now, Neil, so you can stop making your case. Yeah, right. Congratulations. I'll, I'll enjoy making my case for the next one, too. Oh, oh no, let's I do that. I realise how much I've fucked up. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Sensational. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. So let's move on to the next award on our show, Doc, which is the mm. Under-21s Player of the Season. Um, and Neil, on that note, why don't you kick us off? I just want to say, if uh, if you've won the award for Player of the Season, you're not allowed to win the award for Under Twenty One no. Player of the Season. <laughs> so uh, just Please getting the speak. rules out there, nice and early. <laughs> you've seen my note in the doc, haven't you? <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, Mike in thinking of another nomination quick shot uh, uh, alright Neil kick us off then uh, Sonko Sonko is my under 21 player of the season hmm. now why is that Neil goals good good at football <laughs> good, at, good at football yeah. and goals yeah 23 games 7 goals 4 assists and only 18 years of age and like, can youngest. I just say you've said 23 games there but that is an unfair like story of how much he's played because mm, a lot yeah. of that is late substitute appearances yeah mm. it's 16 starts actually you're right yeah. yeah so 16 starts uh seven goals four four assists uh, including a, a glorious al- hat trick he's also very good like you can just read out those stats yeah. and like yeah there are players that can score goals that yeah you know, you're not that enthusiastic about them mm. right harry kane yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, who who likes Harry Kane? Uh, so and then, um, but Sonko is is an exciting player as well. On top of it, he gets you like like yeah. raring to go sort of thing. So yeah, mm. he's electric. He's cool. Uh, except if you go to a live game and you leave before he scores the winning goal. I just knew it was going to happen, oh, yeah. so I didn't need to see it. Honestly, mm. that 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 is almost the reason I don't want to give mm. it to him. So we'll see if yeah. that plays into into factor. Mm. Uh, all right, I'll go because I think we all know where Mike's going. Um, <laughs> my under twenty one player of the year is, of course, Yusuf Harabi. I mean, do I really need to explain this? The best forward in the Elsvenskan, twenty year old Yusuf Harabi mm. has got it all. People, he's got pace, he's got high press ability, magnificent hold up play, and he knows where to be in the box. So not only did he cement his place in the starting 11 early in the season, which not a lot of under-21s did. Um, But Hammerby were not the same without him. Now listen to this. He missed five games at the end of the year. Right In those five games, Hammerby didn't win a single game. Five draws and only six goals. They averaged 40% less goals per game without Irabi in the team. Now, come on. Hmm. That's some stats. Admit it. And I admit... Uh, They also lost their manager. In those games as well. So. Yeah, that was only like no, yeah, not the last yeah. five. He was like the last one and a half or yeah, two. 
I think it was two. Might have been two. Definitely wasn't three. Something like that. But I mean, yeah. okay. I will admit, if this award is going to go to the best under 21 players playing the Alsvenskan this year, then my actual choice is going to be Hugo Larson. And I mm. don't think it's up for discussion. So he is my actual vote, even though I want to say Arabi. I'm going Hugo Larson. I don't think it's up for discussion. He's a star on a whole different level to Alsvenskan. Bought starting in the Bundesliga, the future of Swedish midfield. Hugo Larson is my choice. Mike, how are you going to follow that? Um, well, the, if you're going to say the best player in the league, um, then it's Sebastian Anassi. Um, <laughs> my uh, the thing is, is that I always get annoyed when um, when it's like the under twenty one player gets the main award, but they don't get the or the young player. I've never understood yeah. it. Like, it annoys me because it has happened in the past. Um, but mm. um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to okay. do about this. Really. If I can't go I, I for, don't think... if I can't go for Nanasi, yeah. I, I I will go for Hugo Larson. He would okay. have been my oh. other choice. Yeah. Oh, he was superb as well. well. Then, to be honest, I didn't think I didn't think about Hugo Larson because he left so early. Uh, so I'd happily <laughs> I'd happily give Hugo well, Larson that award. Oh, brilliant! So this is great. So mm. let's let's do this then. The under twenty one player of the season for what the fuck is Alsvenskan is. Yusuf, no, uh, Hugo <laughs> Larsen is the under-21 player of the season. Uh, yeah, I mean, the guy's next level. Uh, and he probably would have been in a shout for the main award if he'd stayed longer. Yeah. Uh, I think we can all yeah, for sure. much agree. Mm. Malmo struggled massively when he left. Um, yeah, they got it a, together. There was an adaptation Just, period for sure, wasn't there? Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Right, moving on. Goal of the season. Now, now we... We give the Elsevens going a bit of shit, but my fucking lord, there were some redonkulous goals this year. Um, I literally watched a YouTube compilation of over a hundred Elsevens good goals. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. It was it was crazy. There were literally around a hundred good goals scored. Some of yeah. them were a bit, yeah. But there were there were some incredible goals. So yeah. at the halfway point, Neil, you had the Vukievich, um uh, have it smashed into the top corner against BK Bush. Mm. Uh, I had the Jensen goal against Malmo, but it was a great goal, but mainly because mm. the bounce castle was in the background. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, and uh, Mike, you had the Taha Ali, um, nor Sherping, tell mm. me your futsal player without telling me your futsal player goal. So, uh, Neil, why don't you tell us who your goal of the season is? Because you got into the document first. I did. <laughs> uh, which has been great for all of this award ceremony to be fair <laughs> um, uh, do you know what I've, I think I'm just going to stick with Vuko Jevic versus BK Bush on reflection I think oh. I'm just going to stick with it oh you've pulled a, you pulled a lateral here yeah I think for me it's um, it's just more fun I'll go with it, that I'm going to stick with it glorious. it is glorious alright I like that sticking to your guns yeah. um, alright so Neil is taking the Vukovic against PK Bush um, I will go next then because uh, I'm guessing I know where Mike's going um, and for me it's a toss up between Vukovic um, but also Vito Hamishroy Mishrati against Helmstad and I'm going to oh. take Vito's goal yeah, so this yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. 
right? This is a lob from the halfway line. That's special. Mm. A lob from the halfway line after you picked up the ball on the edge of your box is really special. But a lob from the halfway line after you picked up the ball on the edge of your box and then being challenged as you're running full speed and still getting the shot off to chip the goalie is mm. mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't think this this goal it gets lost in all the other goals. You know but what? if you watch it, no one gives a shit about Norshirting, do they? <laughs> that what? is literally yeah. it. That is it. Because yeah. I'd it, forgotten it, about it. that until you just said it there, and yeah, then even even the Mike didn't give it. a shit about yeah. Norshirting. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was absolutely sensational. And the more I watched this goal, the more I was like. I don't think he's got given his his flowers enough for that goal because no. that I mean he's literally getting challenged as he's chipping the goalie from mm. the halfway line and I mean I don't know if I've seen that you've seen a lot of halfway line goals Techie had one this year as well you know you have um, uh, you know there's been quite a few but none of them have been under that sort of pressure running full speed and have no. carried the ball already half the pitch so I mean that, yeah. that, that that's the one for me did they go on to lose uh, well, that game you- is that why it got buried. I don't know. Oh, Even they don't know. Sensational. Yeah. I don't fucking uh, I don't care. Know. Yeah, <laughs> they, exactly. they don't fucking know. Um, well, you're giving your little uh, your your choice for the award, Mike. I'll have it. I'll look that up. Mm. Well, yeah, my half, my mid-season award, my yeah, my goal of the mid-season was the Taha Ali one, which I saw that Neil had in the document. So I scrapped that idea and was thinking, what was the what was the most fun goal? Kind of similar to what you guys are going with. And mine was Herman Huegrel's. Uh, <laughs> I love the way you had to like really prepare for that one. <laughs> it's probably the best <laughs> Swedish yeah. pronunciation he's done all year, to be honest. Well, there you go. This I put a little bit of preparation in. Or off. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was, it was that goal. Being at the stadium, seeing that. I mean, I had the, almost It was a really good season. goal. And he, yeah. and he had a trial at Tottenham, so he gets extra points for me. So, mm. And he put <laughs> sunglasses after the game and was dancing around the stadium with them on. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And then but, barely played so, since then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. There, there is, I mean, I'm with you. It was a sensation goal. I think yeah. what weighs into this one as well is the sheer weight of the goal. This yeah. is a 99th minute winner exactly. when your side but, is yeah. on its arse. Um, really, really struggling to to sort of stay in the division. So yeah, I mean that that no sensational, sensational. Uh, oh, this is tough. This is tough. And th- so we got three three goal suggestions, and none of them is the Taha Ali uh, futsal special, uh, which is also bizarre, yeah, um, ridiculous. Because that was I, amazing. I'm all up for giving anyone from Sirius some love. To be fair, so I'd love to see yeah. Hanford Grounds goal get it. Yeah, it's like you say, Mike. It's an important goal as well. It's an mm. important one. All right. So the what the fuck is Elsvenskin goal of the season goes to it's only Herman the German Sajoral. Congratulations, Herman Hörgrell. Um I think the weight of that goal mm. brings it up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, like. Like we said, the 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 veto goal that they won three one that game. So yeah, I mean it wasn't as deciding as the Herman Hugel goal. Mm. Uh, honorable mention to oh geez, who was it? The Vasic that did the overhead kick for Bromma in the nineteenth yeah. minute as well. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, there were like you say, you could, there's a list mm. so long. Of, there's a list. I don't there's know whether list. it's just like bad goalkeeper positioning, which just helps them score outrageous oh, goals on mm. a regular basis. Whatever it I is, mean, goalkeepers keep or just bad, it like defenders keep, not pressing yeah. or, or something. But there, there's, there was a I'm good sure. number of really good goals. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah. It actually was. And it, when I was watching through the highlights, it made me realize how fun the season has been, actually, yeah. to be fair. Um, but well done, Herman. Uh, you have, uh, yeah, won the honor of being the What the Fuck is El Svenskan goal of the season. Let's move on to match of the season then. And um, <laughs> I'm going to kick us off because uh, it's got to be serious Stegafosh and Herman Sajerol, um, Quagadel, uh, is 99th minute winner uh, when Sirius beat Degafosh to literally turn their season around. Now, I know everyone's seen this game, probably, hopefully. If you haven't, go watch the reruns. Sirius is 2-0 down. It's 91 minutes on the clock. Degafosh are about to pull up an unlikely three-point victory and put Sirius in a world of trouble um, as they both battle for relegation. Season on the line, the manager standing over the pitch like a Roman emperor, getting ready to sacrifice his troops Mm. off their terrible performance, and then everything changes. Mm. 91 minutes, Abu Ali. 95 minutes, Abu Ali again! And then 99 minutes, Herman Huergrel with an absolute screamer, Mm 0.05 0.05 xg for that goal mm. you cannot beat that it was the best game i've seen ever i was ever, there ever. i was there ever, ever? It was you were there such a good game to be yeah. at. Mm. i can't believe it I I, and you were wearing a Degafors t-shirt as no, well no, no, no. i was wearing i was wearing uh, john mackinra fc oh, oh you were wearing the john mackinra fc yeah, 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 fair yeah. enough all right mm. so i mean that is my bet and uh i'm sticking to it um neil what was yours? Yeah, um, I, I've gone for the Alsbury Dagerforsch game, which was uh, sort of title deciding in the end, effectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. Just for the madness. I, I actually really wanted Alsbury. I, I know I've said I'm a Malmo fan, but I'm not really a Malmo fan. Literally, we've got thousands of people listening to this pod, Neil. Not yeah. a single one of them thinks you're a Malmo fan. No, mm. I didn't so like They you- won it, and I didn't even... <laughs> <laughs> smile no, yeah. went, all right yeah, oh, dear. uh but yeah so Our fans think you're serious or nor shopping i could definitely <laughs> i could definitely get behind serious if i didn't think they were going to sell all of their good players mm. <laughs> but yeah oh, anyway no anyway uh, i really wanted elspore to win that match uh, so i was disappointed in that sense but it was a really good bonkers game and no one predicted that they wouldn't yeah. get the win against Dergo yeah. at home to win the mm. win yeah. the league effectively it, it it was mad. Um, Mike, well, what was yours? The, it's both of these games. These are the two odds yeah, in between. I know. And it is. So, so I effectively, you get to decide vote. the game of the year. Yeah. Do you know what? Let's. Yeah. No pressure, Mike. But it is going to be on you. Because um, I don't think uh, me and Neil are going to fold in mm, our in our. No, and I can see both sides like so clearly. I mean, oh, they both got. I mean, we have just given Herman Huegrel the goal. Um, of the season from that game. So, Mike, I'm, I'm putting you on the clock now. Yeah. The match of the season goes to... Elspory Dega Forsch. Oh, no! Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all right. It's the right... I'm not that... It's, it's the right decision. levels just... of drama, jeopardy, yeah, all the, of that. It yeah, was... the importance mm. is immense, yeah. This is true. I mean, so there's, there's two, two things I want to point out about this. One... I'm actually going to miss Degafosh. I mean, they've mm. provided a, a huge amount yeah, of entertainment. to Campos and McDonald's? I don't know. I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Sales for McDonald's are going to go... They're going to plummet mm. now. Especially, yeah. Uh, mm. 
<laughs> exactly. But okay, so it's so the one thing which makes me kind of side with your your choice, Mike, of uh, Game of the Season being Elsewhere Degenfosh, is that final few minutes when there was two two on ones yeah. at opposite ends of the pitch and none of them scored mm-hmm. and you know the you know the, the, just the chaos that ensued there so it was it was glorious mm-hmm. um absolutely glorious so thank you Elsvenskan uh, for putting up a buffet of delicious games and some utterly terrible ones as well i mean let's <laughs> let's not let's not forget that side of it mm-hmm. um i'm never watching varberg's boys again even if they get promoted mm-hmm. um but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Degafosh, fine. Yeah, maybe they provided entertainment. Yes, moving on. Manager of the season. Um, differing opinions, I'm expecting here. Uh, Mike, why don't you kick us off? I'm going with Henrik Rydström, right? He implemented his own specific tactical vision in his first season, won the league. I mean, there's not much else you can say. And he's he's the one that's been linked with the, the biggest, um, well, Biggest clubs. I've uh, to back you up a little bit, even though that's not my choice. Um, if mm. you look across uh, all all leagues and all big name managers, yeah. So let's say yeah. Ma- Ma- I think Man United is quite a good example to start. So if we look at Eric mm. Ten Hag, he he played this beautiful, free flowing football with Ajax, and everyone was like, "Wow, he's doing a really good job." They got to the Champions mm. League semi final, and they were doing brilliantly as a club. And mm. like he's gone to Man United, and they play like Burnley. Yeah, right. he just hasn't. He just hasn't been able to. Imp- he just hasn't been able to implement his style. So I think where Rydström does deserve the credit here is he's gone from one club uh, on the basis that he plays this like outrageous style, and he's got mm. a new batch of players, and he's been able to implement it. And they, because they're a high quality, they've managed to win the league. Um, yeah. So I think that really does think, speak for Rydström in in that sense. Yeah. He's got a clear vision, and people buy into it. Yeah, I, I don't I really want to add weight to this argument, but I will also say, and we talked a little bit about it earlier, in this system, you need a legit centre mid who can play with his back to the ball, turn, yeah. knit things together, get the ball yeah. moving and disrupt the play. And he had that in Hugo Larsson, yeah. and then he lost him halfway through the season. Yeah, and I mean, but Sergio Pena was doing a great job uh, next to him. That's true. He, missed, that he lost true. his partner as well, so... He lost his partner in crime, but Pen- I mean, Pena also, you know, he had a bit of a rough patch in the middle, but he pulled it together at the end. I think mm. he was like top five rated players on the season on FootMob, actually. It's just a, uh, just a good footballer, in. isn't he? Like, there's a, like, just, just a very good footballer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, he, he, Pena came in at number six on the on the player on the player rater for the mm. season. Oh, that's high. Uh, one spot ahead of Basara. So <laughs> make of that what you will. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> uh, all right, Neil. What is your shout for manager of the season? Yeah, for me, um, going into the season, Bromma Poikina were given zero hope of uh, staying it, in the Allianz game, weren't they? Like everybody. Well, was, I disagree. Well, I disagree. There were three idiots <laughs> that didn't didn't pick <laughs> Bromma to go down. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, three geniuses, geniuses that knew everything. That saw the vision of Olaf Melberg. Yeah. Did, wait, did we know he was the manager? No, I didn't know. I didn't know. No, I don't think Not so. Not before either. the season, no. I think we saw him. We're like, wow, <laughs> I think, Olaf Melberg's turned up. No, the thing is, I think I saw saw him. Still didn't know it was all of Malbury <laughs> because he looked so fucking different. But um, yeah, anyway, um, I, uh, I they, they weren't given a, a chance of staying up. Um, their mm. first like half of the season performance was outrageous. 
Um, yeah, yeah. To be fair. Um, Best club in Stockholm for a while. They were, weren't they? A, yeah. a short, a short, brief period. Yeah, I don't think the summer window helps them particularly much, um, and they tailed off. But still, uh, they've managed to stay in the Allsvenskan. And I think, yeah. if you ask any of the four Bromma fans that exist, <laughs> um, would they be happy with just staying in the division for one more year and getting the money and so on? They would have taken it no matter how they got there. Uh, so, one more year. One and more and year. to be fair to all of Melbourne, they, they've tried um, playing the right way the whole year, haven't exactly, they? Exactly. Yeah, they yeah. definitely have. They, and that's he, really brave. They have, yeah. they have an identity for sure. Um, I mean, I, I agree. They, they, they've been actually quite a fun team to watch. The one sort of negative I will say is that there was a long period where he stopped playing a striker and they stopped scoring goals. Yeah. And then he put the striker mm-hmm. back in eventually and they started scoring goals again. Yeah. Um, bit of a learning but, curve but, there maybe, but yeah. So, so that's, that's my shout anyway. What about you, Andy? So uh, so mine, um, well, I think everyone knows what I'm going to say. Uh, it's Kim Helberg of Vernema mm. uh, with an average player value of 290,000 euros, the third lowest in the league. <laughs> Kim Helberg, a.k.a. Hammerby's next manager. Um <laughs> Well, I can hope, right? Um, he led this ragtag bunch to a fifth-placed finish. Mm. Um, and they played some of the best football in the league. Alongside BK Bush and like early-season Malmo, I don't think of, you know, and late-season Sirius. Uh, but the Burnham have been consistent through the whole season. They play great football. They have one of the lowest budgets in the league. Um you know, I, I, it's it's a tiny club who have overachieved. Mm. Uh, I don't think much many people gave them much of a shout staying up either. And um, yeah, he's done a great job, and he's also one of, like like to go to your point, Mike. He's he's one of the managers now touted to go on to something bigger. Mm. Okay, uh, that you know, Vernon to Hammerby is not maybe not a massive step considering how maybe he finished seventh, but um, it's a bigger club. Mm. Um, and I think he 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 deserves an opportunity. Uh, I think he's done a great job, and he's still young as well, so mm. it'll be interesting to follow his career as well. Yeah. So my vote will go for for Kim Helberg of Werner. Mm. This, um, this is really tough. There's all this those... is this mm. is tough. This is tough. But I think mm. I think I've made a decision, boys. Are you ready? Roll that drum. All right. All right. Roll that drum. The what the fuck is Alsvenskan manager of the season goes to. Henrik Ridstrom. Ah, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. I mean, Neil sold it really like... to me even more. Even though yeah. I'm sure I'm sure shut up. But I mean, but... to to be fair, even even I have gone to sleep at night dreaming about taking over Malmo and always want the league in those dreams because I think it's kind of it's expected. Mm. Uh, it's what you kind of have to do, but you still have to do it. If you know what I mean, like the age old adage of you can only beat who's in front of you you can only win the games mm. ahead of you and and he's done that and the first half of the season they were glorious yeah, to watch yeah. as well um produced some great football some great games um yeah i think uh, and i like his style i like i like chaos ball yeah it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun it's fun it's fun um you know the official award went to old uh jimmy jimmy from the Elsborg. oh yeah um yeah and i mean yeah I mean, uh, they also I, did I overachieve a little bit. You would, they uh, did, and they, but they, if you could get a uh, uh, award for biggest choke of the year, I mean, yeah, I mean, it could be the Mikel Arteta award, uh, and that hurts me to say that. Um, but I think that's why he didn't get the award in for us because, yeah, sure, he's overachieved. 
but he's also not achieved anything. Mm. And, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. sure, they've got European football. Absolutely. That's great. They lost a couple of, well, a lot of key players through the mm. season. Uh, Andreka being one of them. Um, and he, he's done a great job, but they were not very inspiring to watch. Um, and um, I mean, they're a bit of a they, throwback, really. They're just counter-attacking football, which, I mean, right. on its day can be really fun. But when it's sort of a team yeah. where they have to sit the whole game, it can be a bit boring. They did lose Lager Bielka as well, and he was a massive part yeah, of Yeah, Bielka. So, yeah. yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, definitely an honourable mention. But uh, Ridstrom, you have our vote. Congratulations. Another award for your mantle. Um <laughs> Speaking of awards, we've got more. Uh, so let's move on to the What the Fuck is Al Svenskin signing of the season. And I don't really want to ask Neil for his because uh, he got into the document first. So we'll leave that. Um, Mike, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, just one honorable mention for the worst signing of the season, just off the back of the, the point about Ellsbury. It's got to be Simon Headland, doesn't it? With that overhit pass. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. In that, in the one-on-one. He, oh. Mm. He and they brought him it. back. They brought him back as a returning player, and you know they were all quite overconfident with their oh, you know, at the beginning of the season, sort of taking digs on the, the AIK players, um, the Elsbury. I mean, rightfully so, uh, returning uh, players. But they brought back yeah. Stephen Headland, and he he messed up for them. You know, um, mm. Bernie yeah, Bernardson would have put that on a tee for Johnson. But, <laughs> um, son of Bernard, yeah, oh, I miss but for son signing, of yeah, me too. Um, oh, but for the signing. Of the season, I, I think it's got to be uh, Mads Tickerson from for AIK. Oh, the chosen one, the chosen one. He was good. Oh. When he, yeah, when he made yeah. such an impact to such a bad team, hmm. and I think yeah, if it wasn't for that, you know, that first four or five games he was playing, he was outstanding, and he kind of raised the get their game along with another signing, um, uh, which I won't mention yet. But yeah, he really raised the game <laughs> for for AIK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, uh, nice. That's a good shout. Uh, mad, mad chosen one. Um, mm. He was he was brilliant and added defensive stability and a couple of goals to his game as well. Mm. Uh, and actually allowed um, Modesto. Uh, Modesto to push mm. forward and actually you know impact the game in a different way. So I think I think it was a really good signing. Um, really good signing. And he was he was only seventy k as well. Oh my god, Euros. that's brilliant. Oh, yeah. Um, can I say Hugo Larson for Frankfurt? No. <laughs> Do Frankfurt play enough? Well, you know, <laughs> they might give Malmo a run for their money. Um, but Frankfurt got themselves a baller, um, and Malmo got some money. But no, all right, fine. Okay, okay. If we're talking about Al Svenskin, then it can't be anyone other than Anton Seletros. Uh, like you alluded to, Mike, I, I think he was also. I've put single-handedly, um, uh, but then the chosen one did did a bit. Mm. But I think if you've been like the chosen one, didn't start every game. Uh, Salentros did. He was he was AIK's midfield. He stopped them from being the Leeds United of Elsvenskin. I mean, he did it all for them. Mm. He was box to box midfielder. He put his body on the line. He was combative. He was. His, yeah, I was just mm. about to say oh, that free yeah. kick was absolutely glorious. Mm. Six goals, uh, sorry, six goal contributions in 16 games from deep midfield. Um, I mean, game-changing signing. Yeah. Game-changing uh, Tickerson signing. as well. He's six goal contributions, three goals, three assists in 16 games. That is games very true. Well. Very true. Those two those two were, were fantastic. But Neil, you've, uh, yeah, <laughs> you've kind of... Um, Annoyed us a little bit. Yeah. Uh, why didn't you give us your signing of the season? 
like I, I'm just gonna um, before I give the name, I'm gonna say if he played the whole season, I think he would have won my award for that as well. Um, oh, it's uh, Abu Ali. I think he, I think because it's only half a season, I can't really say it, but I think he probably is the best player in the league. Um, oh, <laughs> he's brilliant. He's brilliant. He's a brilliant player. He got a lot mm. of goals. He really helped um, Sirius um, mm. towards the end of the season survive. He's just brilliant. He's faster. He's stronger. He's quicker than everyone else I've seen in the Amazon skin. And in the words of Discovery Plus, uh, goals are important in goals football games. Goals are important. Mm. But he, he yeah, does everything else. Yeah. He harasses the shit out of the defence. They're scared. Like, you can just imagine facing His movement that. is something else. Yeah, like, imagine yeah. facing yeah. him. That would be, mm. be horrible. But he's uh, opened and, up the pitch yeah. so much for the wingers as well. They yeah. got really involved yeah. Um, yeah. because of his runs, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That is, that is very sure. true. And um, I think, you know, 10 goals, one assist in 16 games mm. in a team that was fighting for their lives. Mm. Two of those goals coming in the 91st and 95th minute of injury time. Okay. Mm. Um you know, before Herman the German uh, got on the, yeah. uh, got yeah. on the score sheet so to win he, it. He scored a, a few other late winners as well. In this yeah, season. he yeah. did. I wonder. Actually, I wonder how many points he won. Serious. Do you know what I mean? That, mm. That's an interesting stat that pops up. Um, mm. We we yeah. I haven't done that research. Um, if anyone mm. knows, don't be afraid. Slide into our DMs. We love it. <laughs> and uh, let us know how many points did he actually single handedly yeah. win. Serious. Mm. Um, this is tough. This is tough, and it's tough for a reason because I almost want to put Salentros and the chosen one in the same bucket sign at the same time you know sign at the same time yeah so i think Mm. this is going to be a head-to-head between abu ali and seletros and the chosen one oh okay um signing of the season goes to wasam abu ali Mm. um i think Mm -hmm. it has to man this guy I think he's he's also one of those players that has used Elsvenskin as a springboard to something bigger. Yeah, I wonder what um, happened. Re- I wonder if he's going to go anywhere. He's definitely going. They've they've literally come out and said that they won't sell him in the Elsvenskin because they know he's mm. worth more money. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll be playing a league um, next year. I can almost I can almost that would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense. I think he would be great there. Um, yeah. Fast paced football as well. Um, uh, not very tactical, uh, free-flowing, Al Svenskan-esque. Um, so, yeah, no, I think signing the season, Abu Ali, I mean, well done. Um, mm. Well done to the serious leadership for bringing him in. He wasn't cheap either, considering, you know, they sold Jamie Roche, who was a massive part of their team, mm. early season favourite for us. Yeah. Uh, and they brought in guaranteed goals. So, congratulations, signing of the season, Abu Ali of Sirius. Now, let's move on to one of my favorite awards today. Um, and it, we're going to phrase this as the Future Golden Boy Award. And what that means <laughs> is the player most likely to win the Golden Boy Award. Now, that seems like a bit of a far-fetched statement because it is the Elsvenskin, <laughs> the 23rd ranked league in the world. Mm. But, I mean, we let's can dream. dream. Big yeah, boys. Yeah, we can dream. Let's dream. Why not? We can dream. Yeah. We can dream. Mike, uh, it feels like you've gone last every time, so why don't you kick us off? <laughs> Well, right. So uh, there is there's there's a couple of obvious names, you know, for this this award. But um, I'm going to go for a defender, and it's between Ooh, two whoa. defenders. Yeah, no, because 
Um, it was very unrealistic Love that. Uh, yeah, but it. <laughs> yeah, I do. But it's also unrealistic that uh, an Aspenska player will go on. So making it doubly unrealistic. So the dream is even bigger. <laughs> um, as a defender, the defenders never win these awards. But maybe in the future. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, Mike's, just, Mike's dreaming about a, a footballing world where nil-nils are celebrated. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mielby are the best team in the world. Mielby win the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> but on on that spirit, I'm, I'm going to go Noah Ely. Um, oh, for, I thought you were going to Bielka then. Okay. No, because um, I've gone like under 20 on this and uh, Noah yeah. Ely is um he's been superb for Mialbi all season. He's going back to Malmo, you know, he's gonna be at a big club next year. Probably playing a back three with Pontus Janssen and Derek Cornelius. And Oof. I mean if he's gonna get some lessons there, um they're gonna be good. So it's gonna don't be from die your beard. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just just shave it down. Like. Um but yeah. No, so I I think um I mean he's got the world at his feet in my eyes. No Ely, I think he's a fantastic player. Mielby have been solid all season. They've conceded, I think it was the third or fourth least amount of goals. Um, yeah, no, it yeah, joint, 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 joint third with uh, Vernema and behind, mm. obviously Melmo and Heck, uh, Melmo and Elsborg. Yeah, um, really solid. Um, and yeah, your love for Mielby doesn't mm. doesn't surprise me. Um, <laughs> and it's a good shout. I think it'll be actually genuinely excited to see him play for Malmo next year because he's going to be playing in Europe. And then yeah. uh, let's put him to the test. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Neil, who have you gone for? I went with... Uh, uh, I saw 60 minutes of Marcus Rafferty, so that's um, that was enough for me to, uh, to put <laughs> oh, him down. Yes. He's, he's a bit of a podcast favourite for us, really, isn't he? Uh, but I don't know. He I like I liked how he, he played. Is. And then your stupid mm. manager yeah. didn't use him. Um mm. Yeah, we, we've had some we've had some great talks uh, about Marcus Rafferty both on this pod and in the DMs, um, and yeah, I think you and I, Neil, especially I know you do too, Mike, but mm. me, me and Neil, we we like the old fashioned throwback, yeah. kind of skillful, good on the ball, but puts his body around and just has a will to win. Mm. Um, and yeah, Steve I think, Gerard uh, type sort of absolutely it is it's Wayne Rooney Steven Mm. Gerrard-esque kind of yeah full throttle I think the fact that he's half English doesn't hurt either um you know (laughs) (laughs) appears to our you know patriotism wow Mm. there you go you sounded like Mike trying to say Huegrel earlier (laughs) (laughs) i can still speak english i swear uh nice good shout neil um definitely in consideration for me as well uh but i've i've actually gone for lucas bergvall um Mm. forget about the 360 spin back heel pass in his debut but this kid is an uncut diamond Mm. yes he's made mistakes uh yes he's disappeared in some games Mm. uh, but when he plays Animal Park fans actually find the will to live again because mm. <laughs> um, they've been god-awful to watch this year and he's been the sort of bright bright spark. He's also born in 2006, which doesn't seem real because that was like a couple of years ago. Mm. Um, apparently, yeah. he's 17 years old. He is, uh, what, six foot two, six foot three. Mm. Um, he's exciting, he's unpredictable, and he's surprisingly big, like I said. It, it, it makes him perfectly suited to the modern game. Mm. He's technical, but also big enough and quick enough to withstand sort of that midfield battle. So I would say his ceiling is the highest of any player in Sweden mm. and 
any Swedish player in the world. And that's a little bit controversial because I know, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it is, it's him and Hugo Larsson for me yeah. that have the yeah. highest ceiling. Higher, but I think, higher than Isaac and Kulisewski. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think so. Because don't forget, Isaac is mm. 24, Kulisewski is 25. This guy's 17. 17. He's, he's got seven years to get to that level. And in that role, um, Kulisewski's playing now in, the, in, in Ange's system, in this sort of inside yeah. field role. If Bergvall was playing in that position, he could be like unstoppable. Exactly. Yeah. Kulisewski's only 23. I just want to chuck that one out there. But um, Is he? Yeah. No. Yeah. Mate, he, look, he looks middle-aged. He's, he's, he's had a he's hard life. He's massively built. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, mm. I, I think... I think that's a big shout you've just made. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think so. I think he's 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 sort of an uncut diamond. Do you know what I mean? I think he's got all the tools. He hasn't figured it out yet. I mean, we've mm. seen that. He, he He's not been that good this year. He's made 25 appearances, mostly off the bench, yeah. Two goals, one assist. Yeah, not great. But the little glimpses that you see from him make you kind of go, oh, shit, what if he figures this out? Like, what if he figures this out? He could be a game changer. Um, so, you know, and he's linked mm. with AC Milan and all sorts of, you know, massive clubs that also, you know, follow the money. Um, uh, and uh, and I think he's, you know, Eli's going back to Malmö. Rafferty's probably staying at Hammerby. Bergvall's linked to, you know, one of the greatest sort of Italian teams uh, in the world. Uh, well, one of the greatest Italian <laughs> teams in the world. That was a weird phrase. Um, he's linked to AC Milan, Italian giants. Um so I think I think that's a that's a that's a difference. Um, we need a decision here. Does anyone want a cave, or am I going to have to make the call? I, could, I think I, yours are the most realistic. Yeah, but... I could give it to Bergvall, to be honest. Mm. I want to give it to Rafty, but I could give it to Bergvall. Mm. The future Golden Boy Award goes to Lucas Bergvall. Um, I think, yeah. I mean, yeah. I agree. I agree with myself. So congratulations to me uh, and Lucas. Right, let's move on to the next part of the award show. And this is, to be honest, the awards that everybody wants to win. Forget about player of the season. Forget about signing of the season. We are now into the extra special, super duper, what the fuck is our Svenskin awards. And first up on the dock is an internal award. (laughs) And that is... The What the Fuck is Our Svenskan Doppelganger Award. Now, I think I need to give some context here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there's an ongoing theme of listeners guessing what we look like. Um, Mike, you've had the most of that thrown your way, haven't you, on Twitter? Yeah, we got another one this week. Um, Oh, yes. But um, we can get to that in a a mailbag later on. (laughs) Right. Sounds great. Mm. So let's move on. What we've decided to do is each of us are going to pick the player in the Elsvenskan that resembles the other two hosts most. Wow, host most. Mm. Uh, and then we'll decide who is the best resemblance. So Mike is going to choose mine and Neil's doppelganger. Neil's going to choose Mike and my doppelganger. And I'm going to choose Mike and Neil's doppelganger. And if you mm. understood what I just said, congratulations. <laughs> but let's hope, it, let's hope it gets clearer. Um, Neil, kick us off. Do I get to go first? I'm going to offend the shit out of both of you, probably. (laughs) (laughs) But especially Andy. Mike's a little bit sensitive, but Andy um, isn't going to be happy with this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay, go on then. Lucky, I'm a big boy. I can take a joke. As is your doppelganger. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
Go on then. I've actually got Pontus Janssen down as your doppelganger. <gasps> no! Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh my god, I, no. thought, I thought it was going to be the other one. <laughs> uh, that hurt me more than I thought it would. Yeah. Um, it's the, it's the, the mouth and the beard have got similarities. <laughs> uh, Mine is au naturel, brown, ginger yeah, and grey. Maybe he's copying you. <laughs> Next season, he's going to shave his hair off, and he's yeah. going to be just. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing! Amazing! Oh yeah, Pontus. Oh shit! I don't know what to That's make something. of that. He's also uh, a slightly thanks, shit centre back, which also ties in quite. <laughs> <much>. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. I feel bad. That- you're not though, and but, you don't, so don't pretend. <laughs> but my wife tells me that I need to f- have feelings and stuff, so I'm trying. <laughs> it, Neil, is this is this because of the cancer? I don't know. Sometimes she says to me like, "Oh, should we have a deep conversation?" I'm like, "Tomorrow we can have chicken for dinner." <laughs> like, well I don't know what she means. That- I generally don't know because like, that, like, for me, deep is like, okay, my stomach's quite deep. In me, so deep fried, deep yeah, fried. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Uh, I think that's exactly what she means, Neil. Keep keep doing that. Um, I feel like fine. I feel like she might divorce me. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> well, she can't now because you just survived death. That wasn't really death. It was a good guilt trip, to be fair, to keep it me on board for a little while there. longer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, go on then. Who've you got for Mike? Um, I've got. Bromma Poikina's very own Alexander Jensen for Mike. Oh, oh okay, interesting. I think there's a lot. Was... Of, I think there's quite a, quite a bit of similarity there. Whis- Wispiest, oh, longish, blondish hair. The, but that's, yeah. that's surprisingly good, nice of you. Quite, Neil, yeah, right? it's I mean, quite good jawlines. That's, that's all right. That's actually really Mike's nice. I was well expecting with the worst, but that's uh, yeah. It's <laughs> <He> good. <scored. laughs> Yeah. Mike's genuinely well happy with this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he scored he scored more goals than Mike would ever do in the Alsfans again this year. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Yep, this is true. Two. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that's what we're going with. That's not a bad shout. All right, so we've got Pontus Janssen for me. Cheers for that. Right. And an actually fine, decent looking fella in uh, Janssen for Mike. Um, congratulations, Mike. Oh, that's nice. um, I will go next, um, Neil. I've gone for Samuel Dahl. Yeah. <laughs> very short. Uninspiring. Uh, very quick. Okay. <laughs> very short, very quick, but has a bit better hair than you, Neil. He's got, in fact, he looks like you when I first met you, like young, full of hope, mm-hmm. and, you know, actually quite a decent footballer. And then it all just went to shit for you. But, you know, it, for him, it, the, the world is his oyster. He's 20 years, he's got his whole life ahead of him. Mm. You don't. And that's the way the comparison kind of falls down a little bit. I'm not I'm not selling myself in here, but I mean, genuinely, look at a picture of him. Oh, that, that could I be am you. looking at a picture of him, and I think you're so far off the mark with this. No, I, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I'll send you the picture that I'm looking at. This is this is this is where yeah, it's, I suppose everything's about perspective. My wife was literally complaining about how thin my lips were the other day, and uh, <laughs> he's got lips for days. Bless him. <laughs> look at that. It's young Neil. Look how pouty that fella is. I do not know. All right. It's, okay. It's Neil with Botox and a trip to Turkey. All right. That's uh, true. Samuel Dahl. I'm going for it. All right. Uh, Mike. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> the end of the brotherly love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I've gone for Gustav Granath. Oh shit! <laughs> From Dagerfors. Oh yeah. Uh, he's he's one ninety. He's got tall. He's long hair. He's got a headband, mm. limited facial hair. Um, you would definitely wear a headband if you played in the Elsvenskan. Mm. Um, and yeah, he's uh, you know, you know, an all right. Between you and Nils, it's sort of like you know, Friday night, Sunday morning. Like, yeah, you said Alexander <laughs> Jensen, and then Gustav Granath in the same. Oh, sorry, you said Alexander Jensen was kind, but I think Granath that's a that's a solid looking Viking fellow right there. You've done all right <laughs> I mean, out of this, Mike. I, I this is great. I haven't. <laughs> Just you wait. Yeah. No, but, <laughs> no, but honestly, no, obviously, this is great podcast material because now I'm showing a picture to Neil and Mike. I mean, you can see, you know. Yeah, like just a bit there and, you know, the hair binds. Just, just, yeah. Bit, yeah, hairband, patchy facial hair. <laughs> Put a pair of glasses on him and, and like one of those fancy scarves that you like to wear. <laughs> I mean, you two will get mixed up for sure. Uh, but that's my shout. Samuel Dahl and Gustav Granath. Good. Mike, what have mm-hmm. you got? All right. So, I mean, the Samuel Dahl thing for Neil, I think, is is pretty good. And if there, if there was a way to make a perfect Neil, it would be to get Samuel <laughs> Dahl and Bussinello, both left back, <laughs> and then you blend them into one guy, and it's Neil. Bussinello mm. <laughs> so, is summertime Neil, when he spent too much time on the sunbeds. I can, buy the, the, I can buy the Bussinello one more than I can buy the... <laughs> the other one but yeah, yeah it's a combination that's a, that's a good shout that one to be fair i give you that it one it is decent well i love the fact that we're all sitting here googling pictures of footballers now I'm trying to find his best picture like. and then determining that that's oh how I look. bless you <laughs> bless you uh-huh. um yeah it's been like three weeks since the elsewhere's good finish and we've all forgotten what everyone looks like oh, yes. <laughs> but for you uh, andy i mean no no that's it let's move on to the next no, no, no. <laughs> So, oh, no. <laughs> I think you, I, I mean, the ones that I'm, you're kind of expecting, right? I'm almost. Exp- I know where this is going, uh, and it, it hurts my soul. I had about but, 52 uh, options for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I mean, go on then, Mike. Put me out of my misery. There's three obvious ones that we haven't mentioned yet. There's uh, Guyani for uh, Kalmar. There <laughs> is. <laughs> Ericsson, you can't just pick all the bald players and say that that's what I look like. Guyani, he's such an ugly fuck. He's such an ugly bastard. Are you kidding me? He's like Uh, a five foot tall Brazilian. He's like he's like Amrabat's unfortunate twin. Oh no, Mike! I can't believe you'd even put that that one in. I put that one in as a laugh, Um, (laughs) but. The other ones, other, there's two obvious, like really obvious. Yeah, Ericsson, Ericsson and Danielson. Danielson. There you go. But oh, Danielson's yeah. got too much death in his eyes. He looks like a sort of uh, yeah, prison guy. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Ericsson. Gonna, yeah, yeah Ericsson. God. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm a pretty easy target when it comes to these things because anybody with a beard and a shaved head kind of looks the same. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think you guys had the easier task. Uh, I appreciate you not taking Danielson because his ears, well, mm. I mean, they could fly. Uh, it, and I, I it's his eyes are the ears. scariest part of him. Shall yeah, we? Um, I don't think this is fair yeah. that any of us decide this. I think our listeners should decide. Oh, do you know what, Neil? That mm. might be the best idea you've had yep. uh, your whole life. Mm. I will actually put this up as a poll on Spotify, and I'll put it 
Neil's choice, Mike's choice, Andy's choice. Uh, so once you've listened mm. to the pod, go in and vote uh, for the <laughs> Doppelganger Award, and then mm. uh, on the next episode we will uh, <laughs> we'll have a laugh. Um, that is a good shout, Neil. Mm. Probably the best idea you've ever had. Possibly. Uh, on that note, <laughs> let's move on um, to my favourite award of the night, I think, which is the Best Nickname Award for Team or Player. Mm. Um, Neil, why don't you kick us off? Um I've chosen one that I've come up with and neither of you have followed along with her at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're such a, a sociopath. Oh, I've gone, Jesus. Uh, all right. With Ron Jeremy, just because it's, <laughs> it's really offensive. Oh, my days. And basically, you want people to Google young Ron Jeremy. Is that, is that, that's why I want to it? mess people's algorithms up to a point where they can't show <laughs> their partners their phones. But you, you need to give some context. Who is Ron Jeremy, Neil? It's uh, Gustav Wickheim, who hasn't played a huge amount of football recently. But um, he, uh, I mean, he basically looks oh. like how Ron Jeremy would look if Ron Jeremy didn't have all of the porn money. <laughs> to, to eat food, uh, uh, yeah. So that's my uh, that is my so favourite we... nickname. Nickname should be damn right offensive and slightly inappropriate. Yeah. So that's what I've gone. Uh, with. That, I I totally agree, and that is everything in a nickname. Uh, uh, and also, like I say, forces the listeners to go home and Google Ron Jeremy when he was young. Um, and that that will be that will be interesting. But there will be plenty of listeners googling your nickname choice, won't there, Andy? Which will also mess up their <laughs> algorithm quite substantially. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, all right, okay. I'm going to caveat this with because I, I was choosing between two, and I, I was going to choose I don't fucking know nor Sherping because it's probably the most accurate name we have on this podcast. Um, is literally, I mean, they're literally I don't fucking know nor Sherping. Um. Mm. But I agree with you, Neil. Nicknames should be a bit of a stretch to the point that there's a story behind why you have that nickname, mm. um, which, is, which is some of the best nicknames in the world are mm. just utterly bizarre. And I think this one, I think we've done ourselves proud on this. I can't remember who came up with it. It, it might have been me. Um, but my vote goes for Nigel Farage, a.k.a. Omar Farai. <laughs> it's so offensive. So, it's so offensive. I remember the so, story. The story. You remember the story? Yeah. So Neil kept saying uh, Farage instead of Farai. Oh then, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. That's where it came from. That was it. Does anyone That's know? Where it came from. Has anyone asked him how he pronounces his name? See, that's what I wonder. I mean, too fair. He won't be along long enough, uh, around long enough in Elsvenskan for us to learn no. that. So, <laughs> this is my reasoning. Um, Bromopoikin and Atilavante, uh, he promised as much as the real Nigel Farage did when he promised 350 million would be invested into the NHS if Britain voted to Brexit. But mm. he delivered three goals in 24 games and performances that remind me of how England is now post Brexit, mm. without hope, without dreams. Nigel Farage, a.k.a. Omar Farage, the perfect nickname, the perfect combo, mm. and I stand by it. Mm. Also, fuck you, Nigel Farage. Yeah. If anyone uh, wants to learn more about Nigel Farage, he's currently <laughs> on the English TV show I'm a Celebrity. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah, he is, yeah. Are you shitting yeah, which me? Which seems bizarre yeah. to me. Um, yeah. I mean, back, back, in, back in Roman times, he'd have to live out on an island somewhere in the Mediterranean, yeah. you know, in exile. Yeah. <laughs> No. Honestly, Nigel Farage, um, Omar Farai, for me, for me, that is all the elements of a perfect nickname. Uh, Mike, I actually don't know who you've picked for this. So I'm intrigued. Uh, oh. What is your voice? Uh, your voice. Your voice. <laughs> your vote. Right. 
so it's it's between oh god with the names of the of the clubs i've been having to go through those and decide which is my uh, favorite. i thought it might be yeah yeah i mean there's doe rapids honorable mention for doe rapids but oh glorious i think i think it's, it's somewhere between john McEnroe fc from ik serious are you serious john McEnroe. i mean that's a nice you cannot journey. be serious yeah. and also the one alex suggested of varbury's b-o-i-s boys off into super etan because oh just, yeah that was, that was good. glorious that was yeah. glorious actually mm. uh right who's your vote for we need we need one oh. to debate john McEnroe fc yeah, I, th- mm. I think that was on my shortlist as well. Okay, mm. so, right, we're choosing between Ron Jeremy, uh, a.k.a. Gustav Wickheim, Nigel Farage, a.k.a. Omar Farai, and Are You Serious, a.k.a. Well, actually, sorry, I just think yeah. they are called Are You Serious <laughs> yeah, now. John McEnroe FC, yeah. a.k.a. Are You Serious, a.k.a. Uh, IFK. Uh, serious. Mm. IFK Serious. IFK, IFK. IFK. Yeah, just like it. Yeah. IFK Serious. We don't even know Fusion. anymore. That's the, the nickname is just I mean, its own life. It's, yeah. it's John McEnroe, and it spawned the greatest T-shirt uh, in existence, which is Mike's Serious Concoction, mm-hmm. um, which will eventually, when we get our shit together, be up for sale. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, just in time for January, when nobody buys anything. So, yes, we are brilliant <laughs> on this. Um <laughs> Right, a best nickname award is. Uh, I mean, mm. I, I'm not budging. Is anyone coming to join me on Nigel Farage? I'm standing soaring on Joe McEnroe here. Oh, Neil, you're the deciding vote, mate. I love Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't believe you just said that. That's a sound bite. <laughs> That's a sound bite. I love Ron Jeremy. Uh, oh, all right, God. I'm obviously not going to win with Ron Jeremy. So, but okay, I do want. So, but I do want on, my nickname. I'll give you the drum roll. Yeah, I'll give you the drum roll. Right. So, the best nickname for season one of What the Fuck Is Al Svenskan goes to. Nigel Farage. Yes, yeah. is on, on the on the basis that I want a nickname to be offensive and funny. At the same time. <laughs> uh, that's why it's one. Glorious, mm-hmm. glorious. Nigel Farage. Uh, sorry, Omar Farai. <laughs> Congratulations! Congratulations! You achieved something this season. <laughs> you uh, achieved something this season. Yeah, this no. this award is way more precious than yeah. the three goals that you managed in twenty four games for AIK. Yeah. Um, so congratulations. Right, let's move on. Um, an interesting award now, suggested by Mike, uh, which is bizarre because I don't think Mike was old enough to know about the Royal Rumble. Mm. Uh, but this mm. is the What the Fuck is Al Svenskan Royal Rumble Award, a.k.a. the Last Man Standing Award. If there was an Al Svenskan Royal Rumble, uh, which player would come out on top? So obviously, Google the Royal Rumble. Um, mm. I'm sure most people listening to this pod are of an age where they know what the Royal Rumble is, WWE's finest moment. Um, yeah, who would come out on top? Uh, yeah, like all the <laughs> all the players in our Svenskin, all and the, the players, the managers, and everyone—they're all on a on the pitch somewhere, right? Battling. You know, yeah, the last one chucked off the pitch wins. Mm. Uh, Neil, kick us off. Who you got? Uh, Doug Bergquist. Oh, oh my god! I just sort of a nickname for him. Uh, the Undertaker. Should we do that? No, I was going to say it's Snoop Snoop Doggy Bergquist. Um, but anyway, no, uh, maybe not. That, yeah. that didn't work. Yeah, oh, I, was, was, I tried, guys. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I got, I got a sound effect for this. <laughs> oh, 
go. It's the only time you've used myself. that correctly all season. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's a right. he is a man Doug mountain. But the only mm, thing is, what I fear, yeah, in a Royal Rumble, and this is arguing against me now, is that normally <laughs> if you've got like a Yokozuna or an Undertaker or a Kane in there from the start, the big show, the big yeah. show, everyone else just turns against him and they all join up together to throw him out first and then start the rest of the fight. And I feel mm. with Doug Bergfist, it could be the same scenario where they all look at him mm. and think, oh my days, let's get him so, out and have a fight. So you know what? I had the same concern for my pick. Ah. Um, my pick is Pontus Janssen. Um, he's big, he's a bit dumb, uh, but for some reason... Alsvenskan players respect him. Mm. Maybe they don't dare touch him because he was a mid-table mm. Premier League player. Um, mm. So maybe maybe that helps. Maybe it was the aura of Pontus Janssen that made the Elves mess it up against Degerfors. I don't know, mm. but Pontus Janssen is my is is my shout. Um, I think he also might get lost on the way to the battle royale, and he might turn up late. Uh, and you know that could help him as well. But I'm a little bit worried, Neil. Same as you, that people would target him because he's the uh, the prize cock, uh, cock of the ranch. Mm. Get him off, Mike. Mohammed Alakim, the really well groomed ref. Oh, that's glorious. Okay, mm. just because I I think that, I mean, a guy who's that well groomed, he's got to be into <laughs> martial arts or something. Like really, like he's he must be dedicated to like the point of um, obsession over other stuff. So that's why I think he's, and he was also a ref. He's got that aura, you know. Yeah. So I thought, I thought maybe he would, he would, he would outlast everyone. But so on your guys' logic, yeah, on your guys' logic, I was just thinking, who would be the perfect for that sort of like no one attacks and roll, and it's got to be Pontus Darbo. Oh, oh no one that no, no one, one would, would dare hurt, hurt him. him. No. <gasps> oh, wait, I'm changing mine. <laughs> Okay. Otto Rosengren. Oh, oh. Wait, there's a flawed Come on. there's a flawed theory here because at the end of the oh. Royal Rumble it's a one on one. And those yeah. guys are losing. <laughs> to yeah. themselves. But what if they're against so, each other? Yeah. Now we've, I mean, now we've got the Neil, weakest Neil. fight of the Alsvenskan Award. Yes. Neil, it's not the award we Neil. were going for. Uh, the logic the logic is the logic is the logic is eaten the question. So <laughs> <laughs> But, um, all right okay hold on i think we might have to rewind a little bit and let's let's stick to the original theory because otherwise we're mm. going to go down a rabbit hole here mm. so we have dougie bergqvist pontus jansen and uh the immaculately immaculately groomed ref himself mm. now i love the ref logic mike mm. i'm also a little bit worried that he is the ultimate prize uh yeah. in a bunch of footballers of fighting mm. especially in the, the, the some of his decisions this year were yeah. atrocious yeah he's, he's like the um, punch, isn't he yeah 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 okay well oh, this mm. is tough this is tough all right i'm gonna make a decision so the survivor for the al svenskan royal rumble what the fuck is al svenskan royal rumble award goes to it's dougie bergquist man yeah. nobody's nobody's messing with him that is a that is a large human. Yeah. He grew up um, in Aldershot as well. So yeah. exactly. Oh, exactly. He's got weapons. Mm-hmm. Mate, he, he doesn't need it. He's got the he's got the Aldershot aggression built into him. Mm-hmm. So congratulations, Doug Bergquist. You are our projected Royal Rumble winner. Um, congratulations. Honestly, uh, I mean, yeah. this is probably the most. They went, he went down have. this season with Dega Force, so you know, right? Yeah. Silver linings. Bring him back. Bring him back. <laughs> um, 
Okay, let's move on. Uh, and the last debated award uh, before we do some individual, individual honors. Um, and this is an award that spawned from a conversation that we had multiple times on this podcast. And it's the Big Ange Postacoglu Beers and Barbecue Award, a.k.a. the player you'd most like to go and grab a beer, have a barbecue with, and get to know. Um, they've got a cook the barbecue as well, right? It's like... Oh, uh, yeah, they've got to cook yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, yeah. Are, big Ange. they are Big Ange. I mean, yeah, Big Ange would... I mean, there's no way Big Ange is not the mm. tongue master at a barbecue. <laughs> um, so this is the mm. tongue master and most most interesting company. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll kick us off this time. I've gone for Stanson of Sirius. Mm. Um, now, I love Honest Friends, which is why I'm friends with Neil. Um <laughs> which sometimes is very detrimental. Um, but at least I know that Neil would never sugarcoat anything. Uh, what you see is what you get. And I think the same thing is with Stenson. And the reason is because this dude um, gave a Discovery Plus interview uh, where he was asked um, if he had a, uh, a cramp mm. in his car or something when he went down. And he basically just said, no, I was faking an injury so that we mm. can make a tactical pause in the game. But I should have done it sooner because we were losing by that point. And I was just, I was just sitting there, I was thinking, yeah. I mean, I'd be able to ask this dude anything. I'd be able to ask him, do I look like, um, you know, Marcus Erickson? Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, Magnus Erickson. Magnus, I've forgotten yeah. his name already. Um, and, Marcus uh, Danielson. Marcus Danielson. There you go. Yeah. Potato, potato. Uh, and he'd tell me the answer. And I think, um, yeah, he seems like a very, you know stereotypical sorry i'm about to offend half a swede now very stereotypical swede he's probably you know good at building things probably changes his own tires um and could probably make a fire in the woods uh, and i'm sure he'd cook up a, a great barbecue of meatballs and and hot dogs and all the fun things that swedes eat uh, and he would yeah it'd be it'd be a good honest chat so my, my get my vote is for stenson uh neil who you got i've gone with simon strand <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> and it's because oh, it's because dear. of this. Like one, I see a, a lot of me when I've seen him play football in how he plays. <laughs> Just like calm, calm, calm. Now I'm a bit annoyed, smack. Uh, <laughs> that's that's happened to me. Um, but um, I also, you know, like the best nights out are the unplanned ones. Yeah. So you go, oh, yeah. let's go have a little barbecue and a couple of beers, boys. But you know, with Seymour Strand, it will start, you'll get around his house, he'll be like, all right, here you go, a couple of beers. And before you know it, you're doing tequilas and you wake up in Morocco the next day and you don't know how the <laughs> fuck you got there. You don't know why. You don't know why you've been sent off. You don't know what's happened. And that's, you got a that's letter it. from Al Svenskin with yeah. a fine. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, fucking Simon. <laughs> done it again. And oh. I just think it would be chaos. I think it would be absolute chaos. I think uh, that is a glorious shout, Neil. Yeah. A glorious shout. Mike, how are you going to follow that? Well, this is like the opposite end of the spectrum, really. I, I've gone for Simon Turn from uh, Vernon Moe. <laughs> what? <laughs> because I reckon he's got a really nice barbecue out there somewhere in Vernon Moe. And it's all like, it's, it's probably like craft beers and like some sort of very... <laughs> you know he's made his own sourdough as well, like sourdough bread for this. 100%. Like just, just 100%. looking at him and hearing him in the interviews, like he's going to give you a feast of all these like random little mushrooms he's found around yeah. the woods and like, you know, 
He's going to grill them on like a, on a fire using a technique they used 2,000 years ago. Mate, you've like, literally yeah, this... just described the worst fucking situation ever. <laughs> uh, I've got some fucking woody, mushroomy dude telling me how he baked sourdough. I'd fall asleep so fucking quickly. Well, that's not a fucking good day, is it? Uh, you're going you're gonna to get sort of like Michelin star level barbecue. Oh, that is a very, very, very funny rhetoric to Mike's uh, to Mike's shout there. But it's yeah. a good shout. I mean, I'm with you, Mike. The logic checks out. Mm. Um, but it's gone the opposite path to Seaman Strand, is it? Yeah, it is. Nice. And I'm going to make a call on this. I'm making an executive decision, boys. The Big Ange Beers and Barbecue Award goes to... It's Simon fucking Beach. 100% yeah. Neil. I'm with you. Mm. I'm well up for going out for a beer and waking up in Morocco. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's uh, you, you never know what you're going to get with him. So I think that's a sensational shout. Mm. Simon Strand, congratulations. You are the winner of the Big Ange Beers and Barbecue Award. Um, yeah, I mean... Let's yeah, have a well barbecue, well Simon. Done. Hook us up. Let's do it. <laughs> go on, then. Let's go. Right. So the final final chapter of this glorious summary um it is the individual awards now we put up a poll on spotify not so long ago about you know whose award would you want to see uh unfortunately neil won that one at such a landslide that we decided to not blow up his ego anymore and just do our own awards as well so neil has oh. an award don't <laughs> worry people um i have an award and mike has an award and i wonder if mike you would like to kick us off it was going to be my big fat stat of the season, which yeah, which it's staying as, but I just want to caveat that with, since watching our Svenskan, I've cared less and less about statistics throughout the whole season. Like it's it's kind of weaned me off it because just the the storylines that were appearing and all these types of things yeah. were were just so good that I just stats just weren't doing it for me towards the end of the season. But my stat of the season or collection of stats here is between Mielby and Malmo. In the two matches that Ooh. they played against each other. So Ooh. in the two matches that they played, um, Malmo ended up with 3.5 um, XG and scored one goal. And Mielby oh. had an XG of point, uh, 1.2 and they scored three goals. <laughs> Malmo <laughs> had 148% possession over two matches. <laughs> They had 46 shots, right? <laughs> and Mielby had nine shots. And <laughs> Mielby won both these games. So this is my... Sorry, mm. 46 to nine. This and they lost like, both yeah. games. This is like Mike's yeah. anti-stat award. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, it is. It's the anti-stat stat award. Yeah. Mm. So that makes a lot of sense with your, like your, your, your fallout of love with stats, Mike. That is glorious. Mm. So who wins then? Is it is it Mielby or Melmo or both? Um, they both win, but I reckon Mielby would like it a little bit more than Melmo would. Makes <laughs> <laughs> sense. Mielby would just like, please give us something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Sensational. Mm. Sensational. Uh, Neil. Yeah. Your, your award is uh, was the most popular one from our listeners, so don't let us down now. Um, it's the Neil Man Neil's Man Crush Award. My Man Crush Who have Award. Who you got? It's not necessarily the most beautiful human in the league, but I have had a slight man crush on Christopher Neiman the whole, oh, whole season. Oh, I thought yeah, it would yeah, be. Yeah. It's, been, it's been away in the a little bit in the back of my mind the whole year. 
Bit of Neiman. Yeah. I like a bit of Neiman. <laughs> I say it occasionally on the pod too. Oh, Neiman, he's a good yeah. player. I like a bit of Neiman. Oh, put it in subtly. Just enough. Yeah. A bit of Neiman, Just enough. I do. But he's my man crush. <laughs> Secret crush. And then I watched yeah. him live and he was dreadful. But um, <laughs> no. But North yeah. Sherping were completely dreadful that day, to be fair. To him. Is it is it a bit is it a little bit of hair envy as well? Mm, yeah, I guess so. I'm envious of anyone who's got more hair than me, to be honest. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, so the Neil Man Crush Award goes to Christopher Neiman. Very special award, Christopher. Enjoy it. Um, my award is titled the Andy's Safe Pair of Hands Award. Doesn't exist. Uh, now, it does. <laughs> this is the award for the player in the Elsvenskan I would trust the most to catch my kid if I had to drop them out of the window of a burning building. Um now, you'd assume I would go for a goalkeeper here, mm. uh, but no. Uh, after this season, we've learned <laughs> that Elsvenskan yeah. goalkeepers don't like catching the ball mm. and therefore would not catch my kid. Uh, in fact, they would probably try to punch the kid back into the danger zone, a.k.a. the burning building, um, as Neil so astutely pointed out on multiple occasions. So no, it's not a goalkeeper. So the criteria mm. for me is someone that I would trust, someone who seems like a good dude who I could rely on. And I was thinking about Andreas Johansson, a.k.a. Sweden's next prime minister, mm. but then I realized that he's a politician mm. and they're even less trustworthy than Elsvenskan mm. goalkeepers. His hands are covered in oil. His hands are covered in oil and the death of poor people. Um, so, <laughs> sorry. He's definitely moderatana. I'm sorry. Whatever, I don't care what you say. Um, but anyway, the winner of Andy's Safe Hands Award is... I just realized I didn't give you guys drum rolls. Ha, ha, ha. Discovery Plus's own Dilshan. Mm. Congratulations, like Dilshan. It. He's always there saving yeah. the day. That's good. Honestly, Excellent. it is 100% Dilshan. Dilshan has never let the public down. Every time there's action, Dilshan is there. He's reliable, trustworthy and the guy i would want to chuck my kid to plus i'm sure he would give a blinding interview to the news cameras afterwards and probably <laughs> pick me up as well as a bit of a hero so dilshan mate he, yeah. he's my guy because the the, the presenters already they chuck the show to him when they don't know what to say. <laughs> so they, they're kind of look, looking that's at each other. What, what do we do next and they chuck it dilshan catches it calms you like yeah this is what's right. happening yeah yeah, mm. he's the guy. So Dilshan, congratulations. You have won the Andy Safe Pair of Hands Award. Um, probably put him in goal. I mean, surely someone, mm. I mean, mm. try it out. It can't be worse. Um, <laughs> but yeah, cheers, Dilshan. Thanks for saving my kid. And unfortunately, lads, that is the end of the show. And it, it, honestly, I've had a great time. Uh, I've missed mm. you boys, uh, even though I saw you on the weekend. <laughs> but it's been fun. It's always fun to talk about Elsvenskin. And uh, this was a great trip down memory lane. Uh, we will do a recap of the award winners on our socials um, and we'll be back with a new episode fairly soon, which will be the big fat quiz of the year. Um, so if you want to see Neil lose a quiz officially, <laughs> uh, then tune in. Um, but thank you, everybody. As always, uh, follow us on social media, uh, like our posts, Spotify, slide into our DMs, follow us, give us your love uh, and we'll see you around. Peace, love and understanding. Thank you. It's goodbye from me. Adieu from me. Hey, Dor.